When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker. and We appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to talk about the Titans' upcoming matchup against the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau. Sunday night football, it is setting up to be a great game between two of the better teams in the NFL. But before we get talking about that, Denard, how are you doing today, my friend? Davey, I'm doing great, man. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. It's kind of my last day of work for a while, so just ready to sit back, uh, see some family, and uh, get to enjoy Christmas. And uh, before we get going, I do want to wish everyone out there a Merry Christmas to you and your family and friends, and I hope you all are able to have a good time given the circumstances. I know it's a lot harder for people to get together this year, but I hope you're able to make the most out of uh, what's been a trying year. And thankfully, 2020 is almost over. And hopefully we can uh, end that with a Titans win. Before we get into it, I ask it every week and I'm asking it again. Do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. We're switching it up a little bit. Football's been in full swing, but guess what? The NBA and college basketball are back. The NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner. With all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat their NBA championship or someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, you need to go to betonline.ag. You know, last night, Denard was the first game that they kind of had back for the NBA saw a couple of really intriguing prop bets for some players. Like, did you think LeBron was going to score more than 21 and a half points? But they got all of this over at Bet Online from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Denard, as we get set to watch the Sunday night matchup between the Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers, right now Green Bay is a three and a half point favorite, but the Titans are not going to go away lightly. Convince me of what it's going to take for the Tennessee Titans to come out victorious on Sunday night. Well, you want me to convince you? That's going to be hard trying to convince <laughs> you because we've been at this for a long time and I still haven't gotten through to you yet. So. <laughs> let, let me just say this. This this is a game of what we call a tale of two sides in this league. You got this really pretty team, which being the Green Bay Packers, of course, you got Rodgers. And they're very, what I call a, they're not what I call a ground and pound team, okay, unlike the Titans. What this team is, they're predicated on distributing the ball to different receivers, of course. But really the game, they always put it in Rodgers' hands, number 12 you know, the future Hall of Famer. But you look at Tennessee, uh, they're a polar opposite of this team um, in Green Bay. Now, this is a team that basically we talked about last week. 
this is what we call old school football. They basically line up, and I love when they line up in that I formation, and they look at a team on the, the opposing team and say, listen, we're going to come right at you. We know that you know what's coming. Can you stop it? It's that old school Nebraska that Tom Osborne used to uh, put on the field back in the early 90s is what that the uh, Oklahoma teams in the 80s used to do. They used to come right at you. And sometimes the linemen would tell you where the ball is going. They were just daring you to stop it. And that's the, that's the most intriguing part of this game is you got a team like Green Bay. They're not a finesse team, but this is a team that really does, if they're not physical like Tennessee, Tennessee is a physical football team. That's their trademark. That's their DNA. So this is the way the Titans are going to win. They got to play like they played last week. They got to come out on the first two or three series and set the tone early. Because if they don't, this is a team that wants, like Green Bay, when they get hot, they're hard to stop. And we saw last week when Green Bay played Carolina, they came out on their first three possessions of the game and scored. The problem is, is that Carolina, somewhere they figured Green Bay offense, you know, they figured them out. And then they basically was stagnant pretty much the second half. And that's what you're going to have to do with this team. You got to jump on them early. And when Tennessee jumps on a team early, they got you, you know, they got you. And that's the mentality that they have to go into. The, that's got to be their game plan this week going uh, into Lambeau. Yeah, definitely getting a lead early allows for Derrick Henry to continue to be the beast that he is. Uh, one of the things I'm really interested to watch, Denard, this is the first time that former Titans offensive coordinator Matt LaFleur and head coach Mike Vrabel are going to go up against each other. I mean, I, I do think this is a, a good sign by John Robinson that, you know, whenever it came down to John Robinson making the hire for who was going to be the next Titans head coach after Mike Malarkey, you know, he came down really to Mike Vrabel and Matt LaFleur. And both of these coaches have done really good jobs early on at their tenure at their current stops. I mean, both guys were in their respective conference championships last year. Both came up slightly short, but it looks as though both have a very good opportunity of even making it back to that point again. I mean, right now, Green Bay is number one seed in the NFC. So Titans still battling to win the AFC South, but it is one of those things that it's just going to be cool to see. I'm interested to see some of the play calling because one of the things that Titans fans have been fortunate with the last couple of seasons with Arthur Smith as the OC is that the Titans have really just taken over and been playing at an elite level offensively when you look at this offense as a whole. And so I I kind of hope in a way that obviously I want the Titans to win, but if you can get into a shootout, that's just going to be an entertaining game for everyone to watch. And both of these offenses have some explosive weapons. And speaking of explosive weapons, Denard, going to it from the Titans defensive side, you can't really stop him, but how can you limit the amount of production that Devontae Adams has for the Green Bay Packers? Well, well, that's the key. You know, that's the key. As we talked, as I alluded to last week, I said, listen, what you're going to have to do in order to stop that Detroit defense, I mean, offense, excuse me, is that you have to start with numbers. You got to start with Matthew Stafford, but then you got to also take away who? Marvin Jones Jr. He is their big play guy. We saw that last week that basically what they were doing in the first half is they were trying to get to get the ball to Marvin Jones Jr. That's exactly what Green Bay wants to do. Their moneymaker is Devontae Adams. He has 98 receptions for over a thousand yards this season, 1,186, but he has 14 touchdowns. So that tells you where Rodgers wants to go. So what I'm anticipating, if I'm Tennessee, right now it looks like Malcolm Butler. I don't know if he made the Pro Bowl uh, this year, but he should. 
Uh, I would say this, just do like, take a page or two of the game plan last week. Take Malcolm Butler, just like you did last week when you put him on Marvin Jones Jr. And pretty much for most of the game, he was able to contain him. He just had one big explosive play, and that was it. So really, Malcolm did his job. So what you do, if you're Mike Vrabel, says, listen, I got to take my best corner, and I'm going to put him on their best receiver, being Devontae. Because Devontae is one of the elite, one of the elite receivers in this league. So what I'm going to do is say, Malcolm, the responsibility is yours to shut him out. Because that's where they want to go. And then their second weapon of choice is Aaron Jones. We know that. 5'9", 218 from UTEP. That's where my son goes and my money goes to the University of Texas, El Paso. <laughs> They're getting a lot of my money in El Paso. First of all, I want to say that. But these are the two guys that you really want to, you, you need to take out. you got to account for these two guys at all times. If you can account for Aaron Jones and you can account for Devontae Adams, what you do is say, this is how we're going to win. We're going to put the game plan on the rest of the guys, which means Desmond King, Breon Borders, you know, or all of those guys. We want you to take away Martez Valdez Scantling and Alan Lazard. We want to put the game, we want to put the game in their hands. You know, and I was talking about that with Cleveland. You know, let's take it out of Jarvis's hands. We don't want Jarvis Landry to beat us, but we want people Jones to beat us. And those are the guys who end up basically stepping up. And that's the reason that Cleveland was able to win because they went somewhere else and distributed the ball to other receivers. Put the ball, put the game in their hands. Make these two guys beat us on the edges, and let's take Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams out the game. Because if you look at what Carolina defense did last week, they basically held Rodgers to 20 for 29. He was 20 for 29 for 143 yards. That's not Aaron Rodgers' numbers. And they basically was 24-16. Carolina actually had a chance to win this game. So that's what you have to do is make somebody else beat you. And when you can do that, that will give you a chance to win on any Sunday, any given Sunday. That'll give you an opportunity to win the game. Yeah, the, one of the things, I mean, speaking of the Sunday, it's supposed to be pretty cold up in Green Bay. I know this is an early forecast, but I mean, they're expecting it to be in the low 30s. Is kind of like maybe the high. Uh, there's a chance of snow showers. I, I see that benefiting the Titans. And, Denard, you kind of talked about how this is a team that plays with an edge, and they're not the... Supermodels. Yeah, the supermodels that you might normally see, like they try to be very flashy. They are, uh, I'm going to get in there, I'm going to put my nose down and uh, just grind things out. And you've seen that that has been a very big feature of a Mike Vrabel-led team. And so I do think that that allows them to have success, especially in colder weather games. And granted, I mean, Green Bay's used to playing in that environment. So it's it's not like it's I look at it like the Saints don't do well if they go right. and play outside of the Superdome. So right. the the Titans don't have that type of problem and with just the stretch coming down like I'm really like going back and forth as far as what I'm expecting to see. I mean, I kind of know what I, I want to see and how the Titans can or what they can do to be successful, but at the same time it's it's just one of those things to where it's the season's coming towards an end. Obviously, we've been dealing with some injuries here or there. You have been able to get some people back, but it's just, is this team, it's been so long, gosh, what was it, week four since they've had a bye week? So yeah. can they continue to play at such a physical level given the circumstances? And I, I personally think they can, but that's that's a question that if they do lose that edge, and they're going to lose this game. When you look at the Green Bay defense, we know Derrick Henry's there, but I mean, is 
is the answer as simple as beating this team is just trying to get Corey Davis and A.J. Brown in one-on-one situations and letting them go to work? How do you, how do you view the Titans in the passing game trying to beat Green Bay? Interesting. I'm glad you asked that question because Green Bay, really their strong point, their, I really feel like really their biggest asset is their defense. They have a really solid defense. We talk about guys on the edges, uh, Jair Alexander and Kevin King. We talk about Darnell Savage and Adrian Atmos, that's secondary. This is a really, really good secondary, and I like these guys. I really do. They play good. They play well with one another. I think there's continuity all around uh, each 11 guys, and they're front. they run a 3-4. So the way that you got to look at a 3-4 defense is this. They let their linebackers make plays, okay, much like Baltimore. So Preston Smith, Christian Kirks- uh, Kirksey, and Zadarius Smith, what they want to do is when you run that 3-4 defense, they got Kenny Clark in the middle. They want everything to spill to their linebackers. And the way that I tell people when you think about a 3-4 defense, go back to Baltimore Ravens when Ray Lewis. You, you remember when Ray Lewis, they had Sam Adams and uh, Big Saragusa, uh, Tony Saragusa, and they put those big old guys up front. And basically what those guys was two-gap. Two-gap means that they can take up two gaps with just one player can take up two gaps, and they want to spill it. So that's what they want Derek to do this week. They want him basically everything to bounce and then let the linebackers clean everything up. And so what you want to do is to make sure that you don't get out of your game plan if you're Tennessee because it's going to be hard sometimes running up, trying to run in those big holes with Kenny Clark, Dean Lowry, and uh, Tyler Lancaster. So what you want to do is make sure that you don't change a thing. You know, don't let something how do I say this, is just continually, just continue to stick with your game plan. If they're able to do that, and when Arthur Smith will do that, this is a dangerous football team. I do believe they can move the ball uh, against this group. And so what they got to do is just continue to stick to their DNA, and they'll be fine. Yeah, it's it's one of those things to where if the Titans are really having their approach that they normally go about on a week-to-week basis, and they are consistent. They don't try to get too cute. Uh, that that has been an issue at times. And they just make sure that they protect the ball. Like this offense is going to be fine. Like I, I have no concern about that. And like at the beginning of the show, it's just will it come down to a situation of can the defense stop Aaron Rodgers enough to where your team has a chance to win? And that's really what I want to see. And so as far as getting to Aaron Rodgers, Denard. I know the lack of a pass rush has been a very big problem for this Titans team. What What's the go-to strategy there? I mean, obviously, because Aaron's a smart quarterback. I mean, he knows what he's doing. If you send a blitz, he's probably going to find the open guy very quickly. I mean, like, who do you need to see step up to make a difference for this Titans team, especially getting to Aaron Rodgers and making him uncomfortable there in the pocket? Well, I'm going to go with Daquan Jones. I think he has a chance to really work against John Runyon because John Runyon, who's out of Michigan, by the way, I actually played with John Runyon Sr., so I know that name quite well. I think this is a matchup really to look for, look at this week because, you know, Daquan is a guy that I truly believe that when he brings his A game, I don't think anybody in the league can stop him. So I feel like he might be really the X factor this week. And, and Derek Roberson, I mean, I think if we can get after these guys on the edges and what you want to do is, again, look at the Carolina game. Carolina was able really to neutralize this offense by literally keeping Rodgers 
really off guard. You know, he just seemed that after those first three possessions, he wasn't really comfortable. He wasn't really comfortable in and and really trying to distribute the ball to different guys. He just wasn't able to be the Aaron Rodgers that we are used to seeing. So what you want to do, you will never fluster Rodgers because he's 37 years old. He's already thrown 40 TDs this year and nearly 4,000 yards. You can't fluster a guy that might go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play this game. What you just want to do is remember, stick with your guns. Stick with your DNA and don't change. I think Carolina basically came in the game and said, listen, you got to make some plays, of course. But what we want to do is for every time you make a play, we want to combat that with making a play uh, on our side of the ball. And I think that's what this defense is going to have to do. They're going to have to create some turnovers. They Hopefully Malcolm and Desmond, you know, those guys are Breon if he's in there or a Dory, you know, they can basically bait him sometimes and hopefully get some picks, but he don't throw a lot of picks. He's only throwing four picks this year. But just try to do something to make plays on the defensive side of the ball. And if, they, if you can generate some turnovers, um, try to put this team um, where, you, like I said, as I alluded to earlier, putting Lazard and Scantling, make those guys, make them the ones that beat you. Then you take away pretty much, pretty much 70% of their offense because we know everything is predicated around Aaron. But take away his main weapons being you know, Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. Make sure if you can account for those two, you pretty much take away about 70% of their offense. And I think that's the key um, to this game is making sure you make other guys beat you instead of their two main weapons. I'm with you. I'm, I was kind of looking up what the Titans need to do. If it, or like, let's, let's just say the Titans don't win. What else around the league needs to happen? Because I know we're getting closer to this playoff push. And it's starting to get down to the final two weeks. So there's only a small amount of time left to really show what you have. And with the AFC being as good as it has been this year, several teams still vying for a playoff spot. And so as I'm looking through the lineups and the matchups this weekend, which we got games denied Friday all the way through Sun or through Monday uh, for the NFL this week. So it's going to be a great week to watch as the holidays are here and you're able to kind of consume a lot of football, and right now, really none of the games impact you that are happening Friday or Saturday. You got six NFC teams playing on those days, but, or sorry, on Saturday you do have a game that matters, and that's the late game on Saturday night at 8.15 on the NFL Network. You got the Dolphins at the Raiders. It would actually be very beneficial for the Titans if the Raiders win that one. So that's who you should be rooting for there. Then once we get to Sunday, you I mean, I don't see this happening, but if the Chiefs were able to be upset by the Falcons, that could possibly help you, again, with the amount of losses left. It's not going to be a play a big role there, but the Jets play the Browns. If the Jets could somehow get another win, that would be huge for the Titans. But the biggest matchup that you're looking at this week, Colts taking on the Steelers. You need the Steelers to win that one. They have been slipping bad lately, and he's actually favored in that game, even though that game is in Pittsburgh. But it would be huge for the Titans' chances of winning the AFC South if the Colts were to slip up there. Because right now, I'm kind of looking at it, Denard, for the Titans to win the AFC South, they have to win out. Because I expect the Colts to win against the Steelers, and I expect them to beat Jacksonville the following weekend. And right now, with them tied at 10-4 and with the Titans, Titans own the tiebreaker, but if the Titans were to slip up against Green Bay and then the Colts went out, the Colts get the division, and Titans are trying to get a wild card spot, and it's still very con- congested there, trying to sort out who's going to get those final seeds. 
And then some other games, you got the Giants playing the Ravens. That's a big one. Maybe the Giants would be able to get a a win there, upset the Ravens. That would be beneficial for the Titans. And then finally, Monday night, Bills taking on the Patriots. The Patriots could beat the Bills. That could help you in seeding. Bills have already won the AFC East, but just as far as trying to avoid playing Kansas City, that could be there. Uh, Titans do have the tiebreaker over the Bills, so that would help with seeding, but a lot. There's still just so much to unpack there. Denard, I know we're kind of up against it, so I'm going to go to you for closing thoughts and your prediction for this weekend. Okay, let me just say this. I think earlier I was kind of rambling on. I think I just was like a run-on sentence. I just kept going and going and going, and I wasn't very clear. You Remember when I I told you earlier, I said one thing that I'm not going to do, and I think that was about six podcasts ago, was I'm not going to give any stats. And I'm just going to talk to you from a player's perspective. This is a player's perspective, and this is a coach's mentality for his team. You got two games left, okay? We can't control anything else that anybody else is going to do from here on out, but we can control what's in this room. And what your, your mindset has to be as a team, we're not worried about uh, this game, that game, uh, the game Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. What we're focused on right now is the next game. That's the most important game of the season, and that's Green Bay, okay? This is a primetime game. Everybody's watching. And again, we can show the world. We can show America what we are about for those people that haven't had a chance to see our team. What we're doing is we're going to go out there and we're looking at destroying this team. We want to send a message because if this is a prelude, and it could be to two teams that can end up in the Super Bowl, we want to send a message early of what we are about, our DNA. So if you're Tennessee, you're not worried about Houston next week. You're worried about Green Bay. That's your most important game of the season right here. And if you take that mentality to Lambeau, then this team, I truly believe, they will beat the Packers. But if not, if you get caught into what's going on, you know, elsewhere, you get distracted. And when you get distracted in this league, you will get beat. And so that's this team's mentality. You know what? That's the same. I bet you, I bet you we, we can make a bet. That's what Coach Rabel is telling his team. Let's not beat ourselves. You know, let's not try to put on a show for anybody else but us. And when you learn to do you and when you learn your DNA and when you learn who you are and what you are about as a team, you're dang, this is a dangerous team right now. And I'm telling you, Tennessee is a team that I truly can believe they can line up against anybody in the league. But only the only way that they're successful, unless they're, they come out and play the way that they're capable of playing, that means they jump on you early. Don't worry about nobody else. Don't worry about this game, that game. Just control what you can control, and that's what's in that locker room. So, Denard, you taking the Titans? You know what? I hate predict. You know I hate. You know I hate because you don't know what you're gonna get. I can tell in the first three series when I watch this game Sunday, if Tennessee comes out early and jumps on this team, then I'm taking the Titans. But if they okay. come out lackluster, you know, with no energy, like they did against uh, who was that game? Oh, Cincinnati and Cleveland and, and Pittsburgh. Cleveland. And Pittsburgh, then I, I promise you it, this game will be over by halftime. Okay. All right. Well, I I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Titans 31-28. I'm just I'm gonna go ahead and go out there and, and say it. I I think I don't know what it is, but 
this team back against the wall. Maybe it's just my homer and me taking over, but I'm taking the Titans, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But, Denard, we're up against it, buddy. I hope you and your family have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all the listeners for making this such a great year so far. But, buddy, I hope you have a great rest of your week. And that is going to do it for us today. But for Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You've been listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.